0: February 25th, 1957, on a back road in Pennsylvania, a young boy was found murdered inside a cardboard box. It would take until December 8th, 2022, before we even knew who this young boy was. We may know his name, but his killer would still elude authorities to this day. Will we ever know who killed the boy in the box? Welcome to the Macabre Family Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to the Macaw Family Podcast. I'm your host Stephanie here with Mom. Mom's here. Is hey. it, we're doing a mom picked episode.
1: A mom what? Yeah. Yes. 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 I've been seeing this everywhere and I started reading about it and then I go stop and I put it in your shoes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you because you've been well yeah 2022 in December. They just figured it out, his right, name. So. Right,
1: and every once in a while, I'll see an article pop up or, you know, this. they show a picture of the kid. Yeah. But for so many years ago, and people are still caring. 62. 62 <coughs> years. So who's pushing for it, though? I mean, he's a... The city, I think. The city? Yeah,
0: the city basically took him...
1: In as a, their child. Yeah,
0: since nobody else wanted to. So um, before we get started, I want to say don't forget to follow us on all our socials at the McCaw Family Podcast on Facebook and TikTok, McCobb Family on Instagram. Also rate, review, and follow us on all listening platforms. All right, we can jump right into it. Okay. On February 23rd, 1957, a LaSalle College student named Frederick Benosis was driving along Susquehanna <laughs> Road, Susquehanna Susquehanna.
1: See, you gotta Google that.
0: Right, road in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. There are it's gonna be
1: a ch- uh, uh,
0: Native um, American. Thank you. Yeah,
1: I didn't want to use that I word because yeah. I don't know. I'm always wrong.
0: Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> as long as you're learning. Don't gay. Unlike other people we know.
1: <laughs> yeah, true, 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 true. It
0: is said that he wanted to um, catch a peek of the girls who went to Sisters of Good Shepherd, which was a home of for uh, wayward use. So there's that, and then there's another that he was going out for a drive and a rabbit crossed his path, so he went out to try to catch it.
1: I heard that one. Yeah,
0: there's like multiple reasons why he is out there.
1: Right, right. Either way,
0: he got out of his car and saw a cardboard box and the brush off to the side of the road. This wasn't uncommon because I guess this was a place where people threw their trash.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, down. I remember when we first moved down the end of, Mm -hmm. There was a whole pile of old cars, all kinds of stuff, because all the other stuff is decomposed already.
0: Oh, that's wild. Yes. So people just found a place to throw trash.
1: Yeah, well, they didn't really have dumps years ago either.
0: When Frederick saw the box, he saw what he thought was a doll's head and went on his way. Mm. So this wasn't the first time someone saw this box and thought something was odd about it. Two days.
1: Frequent, frequent, frequent
0: Two days before Frederick saw the box, a young man was out checking on his muskrat traps when he came upon it. He didn't contact police because he knew his traps were illegal. Mm -hmm. It still took Frederick two days, though, after he first saw the body. To say anything,
1: but they still thought it was a dog, didn't they? He did, yeah. He
0: did? Yeah. But he called the police because he heard a report of a young girl that went missing in the area, and Mm -hmm. he thought maybe the doll was a little girl. So he called the police on the morning of February 25th. Found out it was a little boy. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. At 10.20 a.m. on Tuesday, February 25th, 1957, the police found the cardboard box that Frederick saw all those days ago. So, four days total that people had seen it. In nobody's... Yeah. Oh, my God. Inside the box, police found the nude body of a young boy. that. Just creeps me out. Yeah,
1: it does. Yeah, the child does. was
0: wrapped in a torn blanket with a faded design of diamonds and blocks in green, red, brown, and white. So mm. like, kind of like a Native American yeah. style, I guess.
1: Yeah, that's what it sounds like.
0: Yeah, he appeared to have been beaten to death and left in the box as a means of disposal. <sighs> Lots How of old
1: was he? Do we find
0: out? Yeah, they thought he was between the ages of three to six. Yeah, six
1: stuck in my head.
0: He was about thirty pounds, with light brown hair and blue eyes, hmm. and he had pale complexion. I think they find out he was four. Four. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they find out his birthday. Right. Right. There were seven scars on his body, three of which they believed were from surgical procedures. So, at four years old, how many?
1: What in back then? Yeah. How many did? How many surgical procedures on a baby do they have?
0: Well, he did get. I think. I didn't put it in it because I thought it was gross, but yeah. he was circumcised. So, how, well, one. don't they have records for that? Circumci- circumcisions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would think. Maybe, maybe now I'm not. Back then, there's so many things that were like, how could they not figure it out from this? But records get lost, stuff like that. Right. Right. But but none of them were vaccination scars. So whatever these scars were, weren't from being they, vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't believe he ever went to school. Around the area, the box... He was
1: still a little young.
0: Yeah. It was discovered they found a tan child-sized scarf, a boy-sized flannel yellow shirt. Both were believed to belong to him at the time of his murder. They also found a pair of black child shoes. However, they aren't believed to uh, have been his since they didn't fit. But that doesn't, I mean... That, that doesn't does, mean anything. Exactly.
1: You know, I mean...
0: They also found a men's corduroy hat with a leather strap and a buckle. Okay. So, like a, um... Yeah, no, you know, a, like a fisherman hat. That's yeah, what that's what I'm thinking. Of. Yeah, captain's type hat. All right. I just looking. Hold on, let me check. Okay, hold on. Okay. You good? Yeah. <laughs> My kid's out mowing the lawn on a 0 turn lawnmower, so she's concerned.
1: Oh, well, no, <laughs> I was looking at the pony. I was concerned about her again.
0: I hear him still. Okay, squeaking along. Yes,
1: yes.
0: (laughs) The box the boy was found in was determined to have been from J.C. Penney. It was used for a white bassinet.
1: Wow, J.C. Penney, that many
0: years ago. Right? Yes. Well, Sears Roebuck has been since back then, too. Yep. They would use the box and the hat as clues as well as the blanket he was found in. They also found a strip of the blanket inside the box. So the blanket had been torn it's, into three pieces. Right,
1: but why, why tear it into three
0: pieces? The, one of the pieces in the box had auto-grease on it. Okay. And the third piece of the blanket was never found.
1: Okay, so the, in <clears> other words, <throat> it was rags.
0: It feels like it, yeah. Yeah, basically. There was a long straight of brown hair found at the scene that was determined to not have been the boys. Also a Apparently, handkerchief. Apparently he was pretty yeah. blonde and fair-skinned yeah. and blue. No, yeah, also a handkerchief with the letter G was found near the box. And none of these things would come into play again.
1: <laughs> Did they even research it? Did they find a lot? I'm, I'm
0: sure. I, mean,
1: I know uh, you, you said earlier that the hat, it's a they, dump site. Yeah, so. the
0: hat they looked into and they found that they found where it was bought, and they, a man between the ages of 20 and 30 came in to get it because the buckle was unique or something. The yeah. blanket they found was made in Canada and someplace in america but they made thousands and thousands of right, them so right, that was so you couldn't
1: pinpoint that
0: but the box we'll get to that's
1: right oh jc
0: penny uh, <clears throat> a couple of things about the boy when he was found were strange his hair had been crudely cut either right before or after his death so it looks basically like shaved oh um while well, he was naked because his hair had that had been cut was found all over him So like they cut his hair either after he died or right right before. before. His hands and feet were wrinkled, which means that they were submerged in water for an extended time, either before or after his death. Which for four days, to still be wrinkled, Mm. is it? Be that's weird.
1: Well, you come. Your body's losing yeah fluid anyways as we dehydrate. You know, if you you're dead, you're gonna shrivel.
0: yeah yeah, that's a good point. On top of all that, he had a black or dark brown residue coating his throat, meaning he most likely threw up right before his death. Oh. And he was severely malnourished. So wouldn't that mean, like, if he hadn't eaten and somebody force-fed him, that he probably threw it up, right? Because his stomach Either couldn't take or it. that
1: or the acid in his stomach, he yeah. threw up, you Ugh. know? The poor baby. And so little, I- so young.
0: His body and face were covered in bruises. The cause of his death was multiple blows to the head. I don't understand how anybody could do that to a child. To a child. To anybody, really. He was close to
1: an infant. You know, how malnourished he was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Come on. As the days went by, there was no one seemingly looking for the young boy in the box. They kept his body in the morgue and ended up taking photos of him to help identify him. Have you seen these ones? I I know you've probably seen the um, poster for information illustrations no those were actual pictures shut up no, no. of the bruised face oh no i didn't see oh, that okay. i just saw a picture so they had him. pictures of his dead face obviously but they dressed him up in clothes and sat him up yeah to make him look more real alive, uh, alive. yeah so people were, yeah.
1: are more forthcoming
0: yeah so they they're super unsettling if you google it mm-hmm. they remind me of you know back in like the 1800s when somebody oh, died they get God. all like they everybody would yes. crowd around the dead body and take photos with it
1: um in in momo's side of the family the little heritage yeah yeah she's got pictures of, i believe i believe she has pictures of her mother and her father
0: in the casket oh, no, so this isn't in the casket I'm talking about so back in, bed, in, in cowboy times no yes. they oh, dress like, them up and, and set them in, them in up. the like In a the portrait. Coffin. No. No. Oh that's like a family photo with a dead body. Yeah, yeah. You've never seen those? No. No, don't well, don't look it up, but you can't no. tell they're dead. That's ridiculous. They would either pop open the eyes or paint right. the eyes or lids. On their lid.
1: Yeah. So why what was the reasoning for that?
0: Because pictures were so expensive. Yeah. True. This would be how to take a family photo. Or the last photo you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you're not just going to go around taking a photo of a dead body, so let's everybody get together. Here's the last photo. situation is gross.
1: That is gross.
0: In, <clears throat> in the first week of the discovery, police sent out 4,000 circulars to city doctors and 10,000 more to police departments through Pennsylvania and other states along the East Coast. Oy. By April 1957, the police were no closer to finding out the identity of the young boy. I know usually we're pretty critical critical when it comes to police and stuff. Yeah. They did a really good job trying, trying to, to f- locate. Yeah, trying uh, to find well,
1: him. we're talking it's before 1960. Yeah. I think once 1960 hit, everything changed.
0: And I think it's cuz he was so young. Mhm. They didn't have all the technology we have for DNA and stuff like that, but they did their best. Right. They sent out 300,000 flyers in bills for Philadelphia Gas Works and Phil- Philadelphia Electric Company. So, with the bill, would come up a uh, information poster.
1: So perfect, just like yeah. um, the box. Uh, no, milk cartons. Milk cartons. So, this was before that. I know. Because so, there was no cartons back then, it was right. still glass.
0: <laughs> um, pe- police were really literally like, thinking outside of the box to try to find. Right. Right. It's such an awesome idea, though. Mm-hmm. Why don't they do that now? Who social media? I Still. Guess. We'll probably see it on, you know, Facebook or whatever before. Even if
1: you do go paperless, have it pop up on your bill.
0: Oh, well, you're A picture right. of
1: the boy. Well, that lost, would be, I
0: feel like, like, an ad. That would be I'm much like an Amber an Alert and stuff like that, too. But, yeah. I mean, nobody's putting out an Amber Alert for this kid. Nope. No, they didn't have it then. So, I think it broke the hearts of the police. Yeah. That he, the little boy was unknown and murdered. Yep. So he had been begun to be called America's unknown boy. So not only were their circular sent out, the liquor stores yep. had put it up in their shops. And this is the first time a liquor, the liquor commission allowed that. And the liquor commission had been going for 24 years at this point. Wow. Wow. Although they were getting tips and stuff, nothing panned out, and it would be at a standstill for literal decades.
1: Yeah, until, come on, DNA. Right. Until
0: Although the police could not identify the boy from tips and his parents coming forward, they tried other ways. They started with a Penny box. Like I said, it held a white bassinet. Right. They discovered it was one of 12. Ooh. Right. So, a, well, you <coughs>
1: think of Penny you know, I mean, just like the box...
0: So they them, knew what store two yeah, it, it came, came from. from. So 11 people came forward letting police know they bought it. Okay. Where's the 12th? Exactly. So that's them. <gasps> think about so, it. But there's well, no yeah, credit card. Did, there's no I was going to say, check, so how do they know who cash.
1: has it? I mean. They do, don't. They don't. But they, they know that who. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So of the 11 people, if they find a white bassinet in somebody's home. Right. You know, it could be the murderer or the parents.
1: Right, right. Um, but it's with the baby now. No, he's just in the box or in the bassinet. He's in, in the, the box. box.
0: They just no know bassinet. it held a bassinet. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So hmm. they did take the boy's fingerprints and footprints <clears throat> because when you're born, they take your footprints too. Mm-hmm. So there was an officer I don't know his name who Took painstakingly went through every record like tens of thousands of records to find to see if he could find a match in hospitals and stuff and he would do it on his day off he would do it anytime and how painful because there's not a a system he had to do it with like a magnifying glass there's
1: no computer to line anything up with push of a button that's that's how like
0: you know these guys were really dedicated to trying to help find Mm -hmm. like figure out who this kid was, how you know everything. Right, right. He was buried in a Potter's field, which is like, <clears throat> um,
1: like rented property for farmers.
0: No, it's where they would keep, um, identified body executed prisoners and body parts.
1: That's where they found him. Mm-hmm.
0: That's where we, a Potter's field they bury prisoners. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unknown uh, bodies or body parts. Right. They were very specific with that. So, like, they found this arm. They can't figure out who the arm belongs to. So they bury
1: it. <laughs> oh, well, so, no, <clears throat> like body parts in case they can't find the whole body. <laughs> ah!
0: Gross. So, the detectives on the case held a funeral for the boy. They took up a collection to pay for the costs in the funeral. Directors of Association of Philadelphia took so he over... So, he,
1: he ended up in the potter's Yes, pot. yes, they
0: okay. buried him. Yeah, okay. they had a funeral. All right, um, I kind of knew what that was. Yeah. The a funeral directors association got his body ready. The man funeral home handled the service mm-hmm. and he was buried in a small white casket. Detectives Samuel Powell, Robert Belton, and Andrew Widger, along with Alan Ressa from the medical examiner's office, were pallbearers. So three detectives and an Emmy were pallbearers.
1: Well, that's so sad. That is. those are the only people at this point who really care.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> yep. They, like I said, they think this case really touched them. I'm sure a lot of them had.
1: Kids of their own. Yeah. I'm sure. Usually around, you know, when you're active policemen. You
0: have Uh, children at home. Right. A marker for the grave read, quote, Heavenly Father, bless this unknown boy, end quote. And for years, it was only markers in the Potter's Cemetery. Mm. So, for years, there's no markers. Right. Just numbers. Right. So... After the marker was put on, the young boy became the unknown child. We're going to take a quick break here. When we get back, we'll get into some of the theories about the unknown boy and his identity that took over 60 years to figure out.
1: Uh
0: And we are back. So what do you think about this so far? Anything you didn't know that we've talked about?
1: Um, uh, not really. There's, I mean, yeah, that's just I mean, like...
0: 62-year-old case. I feel like everybody, everybody knows the yeah. main
1: uh, main thing, but I just, I know I know years ago and back then and yada, yeah.
0: yada, yada. No it comes up again and, when they find out. Yeah, yeah like it's that.
1: probably some, some I, I don't know because I haven't seen the end of the story or read the end of the story but is it like a mother mother daddy uh sister brother thing
0: no well okay we'll talk about okay. it but go ahead <laughs> but i'll do a, a spoiler that i don't think his parents are involved in his death at all no that's what i'm yeah. saying is no that no they, they just they
1: put the child someplace else because i they're think embarrassed. they that.
0: weren't together like they didn't know about the child only one yes. of them might have because this was the 50s, yeah. That's,
1: that's what I mean. Yeah. If, so he was found as... Somebody child that has not a clue what was going on with him, you know?
0: 57 he was found. I think he was born in 52. 53. So he was four, yeah. Yeah. So, back then you couldn't... I mean, we talk, we'll talk about uh, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, about it.
1: we weren't back then, so I have no idea no. How, uh, how it When worked, was Uncle Jimmy
0: but, born? 57?
1: No. 62. Oh, 63.
0: Oh. Okay, so you guys are pretty close in age.
1: Yeah, I'm 65.
0: Yeah, well, I know when you were born.
1: Yeah, so he's two years yeah. older than me.
0: Okay, so for some reason, I thought he was more.
1: Everybody, he's older than me.
0: Well, now I know that, but I thought oh. more older.
1: No, he's only two years older.
0: Okay, so, like, same difference between me and Nikki, kind of.
1: No, we're closer in age. We're oh, okay. We're, like, uh, 23 months apart. Oh, okay. You guys so. are... Uh, Three years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is... We're not even two years apart, really
0: so other, yeah what are you irish twins No, oh, that's a no, year but yeah that's within the year <laughs> uh the same year yes uh, yeah, i but wouldn't want to pop out no. a baby and get immediately pregnant oh, no. ouch no
1: ouch and then is there a way for anything to go back no no
0: i mean i'm sure there is but
1: yeah it's called nip stitches yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, although we know who the boy is now, I do want to go through the theories just because they seem to be, they're a part of the story. Right. For right. the past 60 years. Right. What people so, think. Mm-hmm. Especially what they around thought, those, yeah.
1: Especially around the, that day and age.
0: So, um, Frederick Bennis, who was the one who alerted the police about the box in the first place, was initially thought as the suspect. As of
1: b- course. The first, pers- pers- just yeah. like the
0: husband. So, um, <clears throat> him and the boy that did the illegal must traps uh, both cleared by taking a lie detector test. How? Back then? Yeah, that's what made me like. Did uh, they get lie- electrocuted? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lie detector tests are immis- aren't admissible now. How bad were no. they back then? No. And d- yeah. Why even ask for them if they're not? I think not it's just even- a tool. It's like, you, know, you Intimidation tool is yeah, all it is. It really is.
1: It's like, no, I don't want one. I've always been told not to take one. Do not
0: take one. Do get a lawyer. Take
1: one. Get a lawyer.
0: Get a lawyer. Lawyer up. Exactly. Don't take a lie detector test and get no. a lawyer. Yep. Because even if you were telling the truth, you could be anxious about the whole thing. Uh, I think I would. Yeah.
1: I'd be peeing my pants. I would, absolutely.
0: Yeah, never mind pooping. <laughs> 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 I had to get hooked up for an anxiety test. Like the heart thing where they put this stuff mm-hmm. all over you, because I was I think was before I knew I had anxiety. I was having a panic attack, and that made the anxiety worse being hooked. Because of the way the boy looked from his and his crude haircut, the police thought that he had, may have come from a foster home.
1: Uh, yeah, but not um, with it's still on him and uh.
0: well, think about. I, I mean, mean, this yeah. is the fifties. These right. foster homes weren't. Exactly.
1: They weren't put under the no. microscopes. <laughs> there <laughs> or was a. F- are they today?
0: No, I don't think even today. Mm-mm. There Mm-mm. was a foster home located about a mile and a half from the crime scene. So pay attention to this, okay. because I um, will bring it up again. It just, spoiler alert, I think he was in a foster home who treated him like shit. Oh yeah. He died because of. Beatings, like yep. you know what I mean.
1: Malnutrition, beatings, and yeah,
0: and uh, they dispose of his body.
1: Well, they still collect the money. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But, how but, they, yeah. So,
0: like me and Mikhail were talking, it's like, how did, did they, they regulate? How do they know? Like, I don't think names weren't involved and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, he has a birth certificate. Obviously, we know who he is, but
1: with the names on it too. Yeah.
0: So, there were eight children residing in there at the time. The police checked it out and ruled it out, but they never really gave up the thought that the Arthur Nicoletti was involved in some way, and he was the one that ran it.
1: Yeah. So, not killed them, but... So, this foster home wasn't owned by a couple? It was. Okay. Okay.
0: And it was a mile and a half from the scene.
1: And that's pretty much what they do for a job is foster, foster. children. Mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm. So more like an
0: orphanage. Yes. Okay. Arthur refused to take a lie detector test and was uncooperative throughout the investigation.
1: Well, see, there it is.
0: Yeah. No,
1: he's fine. There it is, though. It's like that put it right out there is, is saying that he's guilty because he refused the lie detector test. Well, um,
0: in 1961, the family gave up fostering kids and decided to move.
1: Okay, how many right. dead bodies were buried in the basement? Mm-hmm. So. And who kept track of these children?
0: Nobody. There's no DHS around. Oh, no, I don't think so. One of the detectives in the case went to the house during an open house to check it out since the family basically told them no. Whoa.
1: So, so what they, do they do? Just turn around and walk out and say, okay, thank you, bye. Basically, yeah,
0: they found a crib. Nice. Like the one that. that yeah, 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 yep, yeah, yeah, bo- JCPenney crib. Mm-hmm. They also discovered a small duck pond in the back. Really. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. would explain be the boy being submerged in water. Yes.
1: Yes. The
0: detective was convinced that the murder of the boy was done at that home and by Arthur, but he could never get enough evidence and passed away believing he found the killer. Oh. So he's so in my mind is a good thought, suspect. Yeah. He, there's detectives that thought this this it. is it, this is it, but this is nineteen fifty seven unless put anybody could. on either, you
1: know, I mean.
0: Well, I don't think they ever really went after anybody.
1: Right, right.
0: So in 2002, a businesswoman named M, we'll call her, from okay. Cincinnati, claimed her mother bought the boy from her, his parents in 1954. She claimed his name was Jonathan and was regularly abused and <coughs> kept in a basement. He, w- he was described as handcuffed and not being able to talk. Shh. M claimed her mother killed the boy in 57 during a fit of rage by throwing him down on the floor because he threw up while in the bathtub. Detect-
1: Which hence- but was that was already in the story. Well,
0: yeah. So. This was 2002, so... The detectives mm-hmm. thought this was the end of the case. They spent six months trying to figure out her story, and they soon found out M had a history of mental issues. Mm-hmm. And her story couldn't be proven.
1: Corroborated. It
0: sounds possible, but... Uh,
1: possible. A
0: lot of what she's saying matched up with the case... But, but that
1: was already public. News. Yeah, it's
0: all. It's all. That's the thing about. They
1: didn't years ago. They never withheld anything.
0: No. So I think that maybe she's mentally ill and looking for attention.
1: Mm-hmm. So I like mean, it, how many people do, even on themselves, confess? Um, yeah, false confess. confessions yes, or even
0: always or even give up information that isn't exactly true, to right. be a part of the investigation right. to have the attention on them. So, those. <clears throat> The second theory obviously isn't, but the first one with the foster home fits. So, the unknown child laid in his grave for 41 years mm. until November 1998 when he was exhumed for DNA testing. They Yay. took They took a tooth and got DNA from his tooth. Yep. Yep. After the testing was done, Lucky the boy... he had teeth. Right? Mm-hmm. And they're all original. Like, not original, but they're all his baby teeth. A bone. Obviously, yeah, but
1: it's gonna be a last decay like your bones.
0: Yep. Um, he was reburied in Ivy Hill Cemetery in Mount Airy. The Vidoc Society, which was is an association of professional sleuths who work on unsolved cases, cases, covered the cost of the boy's second burial. Oh. Wow. And Craig Mann, whose yep. father did the first burial, mm-hmm. did the second. Oh. Right. And even donated the casket.
1: Oh. Break it the, just breaks my heart how the town comes together.
0: It breaks your heart, makes you well, sad. Yeah. No <laughs>
1: makes Andy, you happy, yeah. Yes.
0: Ivy Hill Cemetery for, donated the, for the them gravesite. To have to Go through that, yeah. You know? Yeah, so he went from a potter's to an actual cemetery. So, forty-one later, forty-one years later, the unknown boy still held the hearts of the town. Yeah, I mean, it's because he's all. It's like even though he's, he's passed alone. away, he's yes. still all alone. Yeah. So the
1: sad part is, is where were these people way before he died?
0: that's what I mean but you know the
1: sad part about it is that they've all turned a blind eye. yeah until something happens well that yeah that's exactly it's it. usually
0: yeah in every
1: everything but
0: on December 8th 2022 so oh, mm-hmm. a, a little over a year ago not mm-hmm. even a year nope nope the police made an announcement to the world they had found the boy's name from DNA evidence from both maternal and paternal sides yep they found a birth certificate with a slightly misspelled father's name wow they believe the boy lived around 61st and Market during his final days. I don't know how they figured that mm. out. The boy's name was Joseph Augustus Zarelli. So, that's so sad. Uh, we also know who Joseph's parents are. Mary Elizabeth Betsy, as she liked to be called, Abel liked skating, dancing, and wearing out her needle on a Frank Sinatra record. How old record. was she when he was born? Mm-hmm. Twenty-one.
1: So she was old enough. Mm,
0: she was like not if she p- wasn't married. Mm. According to her family, she was beautiful. Yeah. Augustus J. Or Gus, is, Gus, as he liked to be called, Zarelli, was a concrete and stone mason and a hard worker of a proud Italian immigrant family. And that's the other thing. His family yep. was immigrants.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Mary would have been 21 at the time of Joseph's death, uh, uh, birth, sorry, on January 13th, 1953. Mm. That would have made him four when he died.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Betsy's family doubts that she was involved in what happened to Joseph. Quote, Betsy, no way in the world. There was no cruelty, no meanness or cruelty that swelled within her heart and soul, end quote. Did it's, they know
1: that? No. I was going to say. They didn't even know. They didn't know she was so pregnant. Where did they put the baby? Just so she must door, have Dropped she, it off?
0: She must have, yeah. And I was telling Michaela, I was like, back then, they didn't, just didn't have him to. Off. Yeah, she was born just dropped off at a fire station. Well,
1: no, 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 no. They anywhere. just dropped him off at a doorstep. Yeah. Doctor's doorstep.
0: Anywhere. Mm-hmm. It was um, unclear if Gus even knew of Joseph at all, and I don't believe he did. Mm. Gus passed away in 2014, and Betsy died in 1991.
1: That's so sad. They 2014? weren't together. They, I know, I they know. They were married to
0: different people. Like mm-hmm. I don't even know if Betsy had any other family or kids. Yeah, she did. Betsy I
1: think did? She did on both sides.
0: Well, I know Gus did, because the family came to his funeral.
1: I'm pretty sure. Who knows
0: what the relationship was back then? An unwed pregnant woman alone yeah. would not have been a good look. So she would have been ostracized, so she could have hit her pregnancy oh my the gosh, whole time. Yeah.
1: Let's see. Father's side, or, um, mm-hmm. he has a number of siblings on both the mother and father's okay. side who are living, In it. it's out of respect for them that, that we the don't. parents' information remains. Yeah, that's
0: fine. Well, that was back before the parents. <laughs> no,
1: that's the parents. No, I no. no, know. I'm talking about oh. their
0: parents. His oh, parents. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: yes, Yeah. So
0: um, on January 13th, 2022, there was a re... Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Boop. Maybe, uh, so I believe, like I said, she put him in foster care or dropped him off somewhere. Right, right. In, at four, she wouldn't have known what he would have looked like no. at four if she dropped him off after she gave she birth. She
1: wouldn't have a clue. No. She wouldn't have... I mean, would that, wouldn't that be the furthest thing from her mind?
0: Mm-hmm. I don't think... Um,
1: you wouldn't associate that the child that I gave up is already four.
0: Exactly. You know? I don't think they had any involvement at all. Mm-mm. No. On January thirteenth, 2022, there's a rededication of his tombstone with his information on it. So his name, Although, a picture of him... Um. And his birthday, and stuff like that.
1: Although, maybe she did have him hiding in the basement, oh, tied up. Stop it. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think she did. about it. But
0: foster care deaths happen even to this day. I, I, People beat the shit out of them. You don't have to tell me it was, yeah. what was
1: it, last year or the year before? Six, six in child foster care died.
0: Well, look, look at the died. Turpin family. Which one? The, those 13 kids in the Turpins from, um, mm. that was fucked up too. Mm-hmm. But it's like, back then in the 50s, there's nobody watching the foster system. Mm-mm. People just have these kids because they probably got a check. Uh,
1: bingo. The kid
0: annoyed him so that the people beat him. Mm-hmm. Stuff like bingo. or They didn't feed him. <laughs> Maybe he drowned. Mm-hmm. M- well, obviously he didn't, but he got... He says throwing him around. A four-year-old, you, you drop him, you throw him, you kick him, you punch him. They're gonna Shh, die.
1: Grab him by the arms, swing him around. Grab right. him by the lungs. his hair. So. so you can't grab by his hair. When
0: his rededication happened, some of his paternal relatives were in attendance. Mm-hmm. So they're just looking for answers, just like everybody else. They want to know. They want to exactly. Who this person who in is, their family tree is.
1: Who's responsible?
0: Exactly. As of this. As of this today, as of today, yeah, today. the case of Joseph <laughs> Augustus Zarelli is still an active homicide investigation. A lot of the detectives that passed away retired without any answers. We well, new eyes. Yeah, we know his name now, but uh, it's time to like use the DNA to find out what happened.
1: Well, that's it. It's like, will we ever know what exactly happened? It's like, because back then, well, they're not going to be dead. All, all yeah. the witnesses are gone.
0: They didn't take care of the DNA in this scene Mm -hmm. they're not going to keep that blanket they're Mm -hmm. not going to keep stuff like that they don't know how do you have to keep it to save dna it took two years just to figure out who the hell he was yeah of Mm -hmm. piecing his dna back Mm -hmm. together Mm -hmm. but it could happen like in portsmouth new hampshire they solved a 42 year old cold case just a couple weeks ago oh that's right laura kempton 23 was found dead on september 28th 1981 Laura died of blunt force trauma to the head. She was a student at Portsmouth Beauty School and worked at Macro Polo in Karen's Ice Cream Parlor. I didn't know Macro Polo was there back then. Yep. I asked more more about we did, it.
1: We did, um, when they came into Kittery Outlets, they had one on one side and one on the other. Mm-hmm. And when they redid the place, the store, we went okay. in
0: and... Portsmouth? Kittery. Oh, well, Macro Polo is in Portsmouth. Macro. Oh. You're thinking of Marco. Yes. Macro, Macro is the, the. Yes. On the, the
1: corner there?
0: Yeah.
1: I know what you're talking Yeah.
0: So it's like a uh, souvenir g- joke yeah, shop. Yeah, it's coming,
1: coming out of Market Street. Yeah. Like going down what? Uh, Fleet. Bo. Not Fleet, but.
0: Bo. 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 So um, I asked more about it because Moore worked at Tony's this time. 82? Yes. yes. She didn't really remember it, but this girl went to Portsmouth Beauty School. She which didn't is not Portsmouth Beauty. No, I know, but it's right there. Of course, the beauty school is, where, is right on uh, Market I Street. I know where it is, too. Mm-hmm. It's right uh, by Is it goat. still there? Yeah. Well, it's, something call, it's called something different now.
1: There used to be Edith's Beauty Parlor mm-hmm. used to be in there. More and more used to work in there before Tony got his own shop on 6th Street. So she worked there for years.
0: 6th Street is where Gillies
1: is? Mm-hmm. Right across the street from Gillies. Yeah, I t- was company. telling her,
0: yeah, I remember vivid memories of being there yeah and yeah. she goes oh yeah you got your ears pierced there i said yeah. oh yeah but
1: like only three months yeah
0: no Two wonder they were months. fucked up and i remember i had to get it fixed because yes. they were uneven <laughs> yes
1: i know i know i had to look at them for years
0: <laughs> so um she lived on chapel street i can't think of where chapel street is it's got to be I don't near know the where
1: it is it's got to be yeah. near the church so obviously maybe
0: in 2022 the that investigators analyzed DNA samples taken from her body using genetic genealogy, the same thing they used in the Golden State Killer case. So
1: yeah, putting it in the gene- DNA, DNA and finding yep. relatives. And bringing it all the way
0: back. Mm-hmm. So yep. they found out they were able to find in 2023 that Ronnie Roney, James Lee was a killer. He was 21 at the time of the murder. And, and by all accounts, they did not know each other.
1: And of course, guess
0: what? He's dead. He's dead. He died at the age he of forty-one died. of an acute cocaine intoxication. I'm gonna assume that's an OD of cocaine. Uh, of OD of cocaine, just yes. you know, you speed it on up. Yes. So it sounds like a lot of times, I think he would get in trouble a lot. And I know this happens that he'd go to jail for a while if you were a cocaine addict back oh, yeah. then or this was 2005, but you go to jail for a while, you come out, you think you can still do the same amount, and you die. <laughs> what? Well,
1: so true. It is. You know, oh, I'm just a big man. It's just like, you know, I took a
0: drag off a cigarette, forget it. And know? that's how um, somebody we know's dad died. Yes. He, he just got out of jail. Yep. So that, they solved that case just recently, so maybe this case can be solved for Joseph. I mean...
1: It's close. I mean, I should say it's close. We know who he is,
0: but but I I wish
1: they had more of the DNA. I think him, us
0: knowing his family and his family being able to find out about him is is important. So what do you think? That's the story.
1: It is very exciting, but I wish they find things. I I, I, I know, you and me both hate
0: the unsolved part. I know.
1: It's like, okay, well, you got all the information. Dig a little deeper. Just, you know, it's, I mean, there's gonna no, be somewhere somebody's gotta know. Well, now we're going off too many years 60, for somebody to Sixty-two, know yeah. People are gonna be in their eighties. Dead
0: or dead, or I dead. mean mm-hmm. So, uh, when it comes to the um, the foster home, I just yep. feel like yep. it fits.
1: Either that, or like I said, maybe she had him in a shed. You know, a Philadelphia. I, th- I self, think she four probably years would be a little cold. Yeah, and
0: I. I feel like he was in a foster home that didn't take care of him, right? Didn't take care because that would be more I,
1: acceptable. But I,
0: I the know. foster home—they said they had eight kids, but I remember it being like they had more beds for more kids, and like it was just—it just fits. The people yeah. from the um, the Sleuth Society seem to think that Lady M fits her story fits better. Yep, but she.
1: Read, read the story, and you can come up with the yeah, story. exactly. That's logical. Exactly. I mean, yeah. So they they looked into them anyway? I exactly.
0: Mean. So, I want to say crazy. Yeah, it's just sad to think that little boy for sixty or forty something, well, sixty years sat there, mm-hmm. nobody mm-hmm. giving a the shit. On shelf.
1: Yeah. In a papa's grave.
0: So thank you all for listening. And starting next week, bonus episodes will be out as we rewatch Expedition Unknown. The very first episode is Amelia Earhart. So Ooh, that should be a good one. Yeah. There's so many theories about what happened to her. Did you know there's these things I, called I coconut crabs? And they're fucking huge. They're the size of that table. Uh, yes. And okay. they eat meat. Well, I think all crabs eat meat, but they're huge.
1: They're huge. Oh, I've seen big ones. In Florida, they're big
0: the coconut crabs that were like <coughs> on this island where she possibly could have landed.
1: Yeah, I'm th- don't they come in all kinds of colors?
0: Uh, no, I, I don't. I think they're like brown. They're actually probably more of the color of that table too. Reddish. So, Don't forget to follow us on all listening platforms. Rate and review. And as always, stay spooky.